Hi, welcome to another episode of Up Next. This is your host, Ali Murtadam, and today I'm joined by the incredibly talented singer, Sasha Ash. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, Sasha, it's amazing to have you on on the Up Next site. When I started and I was looking at like random people's profiles, and I saw your TikTok, and I saw your videos, and your voice was incredible, and I knew that I had to have you on. So, finally, welcome on Up Next. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, thank you really for coming on. And enough talking from my side. I want to leave the floor to you to tell us more about yourself and your journey with music. So um, basically, I've always been singing, like always, <laughs> ever since I was like seven years old, been singing, maybe even before that. I don't know. I just don't remember anything before that. Um, I started singing in a choir. My mom forced me and my older sister to join a choir. Um, and anyone who knows me knows I'm not a very quiet, disciplined child, but it was the hardest thing I've ever done probably till this day. I did six years of it. Um, it was like four hour long rehearsals of Russian, German, every type of singing you could want, French, Arabic. And I I mean, it was the basis of my like, I, I don't know what you want to call it, career, I guess, in singing. So I learned a lot from it. It uh, my uh, choir teacher was so inspiring too. I mean, she was the one who got me into everything. And then after that, I mean, I despised it then. I, I'm thankful for it now. But after choir, I started, I moved to America and I auditioned for an acapella group. And for some reason, I had really bad stage fright at the time, like really bad stage fright, which is very weird because I'm me. But um, I was forced to do it. My mom like gave me advice, told me to do it, and I did it. And I got in, and I was in it for four years, all the way from freshman year to senior year. And I became the lead soloist the last two years. So that was really fun. We competed in um, uh, statewide competitions every year. So it was really good experience for me and it gave me that exposure that I needed and I finally got over like the stage fright and everything probably after the first two performances honestly so it was really good and then I began solo performing because I was like you know what like I I'm ready like this is what I want to do and I moved here for college very spontaneous I know I'm very um I'm like that you know so I came here and I started singing in restaurants for as like just open mics and then I started being approached by um, event planning people. I don't know what you want to call them. And they were asking me about like singing in restaurants and stuff like that and as like paid gigs. But I didn't take it as seriously then as I do now. So I didn't really, I declined everything. But whenever I came here over quarantine, I started TikToking because I literally had nothing to do. So I began doing that and one of my videos like blew up and it just went from there, I guess. Wow. I mean, you rarely hear about like kind of singing career um, stories coming out from choirs. Like personally, my experience with choirs is terrible. Like I always thought that like, you know, singing or having a good voice is like the elitist of all talents like i always say this to my friends like if you have like if you can sing you can get out of any situation right like you you're you're in a fight with someone you can just sing your way out of it like you know it, you're stuck in an exam you can, i don't know like this is like how my imagination works 
but like my story in the choir was um i think i was like grade four and we were doing like i was in school in egypt at the time and then we were doing the choir auditions and you would go up to the music teacher and then like on the piano you do the dory me fa and all that stuff yeah, yeah. and i literally said like door didn't even finish the re and then he told me to go sit back down and that was oh, it like no. the, my career ended before it started <laughs> oh no wait so like you you wanted to get into singing as well no i, I like i just sang in the shower and thought like <laughs> i can sing that's how it begins for everyone though i tried to force a career in singing but my vocal cords just uh, didn't have it in them but i mean yeah. it's fine like i'm still behind the mic but for other purposes true and honestly it's great i'm gonna do this one day i will have my own podcast channel whatever you call i mean it. you have to uh, now you said it like, you said it you put it out there so you're held to it now you started singing when you were seven right but how did you see music back then because you know you were in the choir you were forced to be in the choir and then you went to the uh, acapella group so what was music to you then and what is it to you now like did it change oh my god um whenever i was in choir i never looked at singing as a personal thing I just saw it as I'm okay I'm singing with this group of people I was one of the youngest in the group if not the youngest um and I got put she asked me to join an elite group so there's the choir of maybe a hundred people she asked me to join this elite group and I was the youngest and I I didn't even want to do it I didn't see it as like something that great because everyone is so much older so much more talented even if you heard my voice a year ago compared to now, you'd be like, who, what? No, that's not even her. So like it really, it started off bad. It was bad, but I guess my choir teacher saw something in me and she asked me to join this elite group. Never did it. Honestly, I never did it, but <laughs> should have looking back, I should have done it, but I didn't see it as a, as something ever like, I didn't see it as something I would ever do as a career. And it's getting more and more, real that i am and will be doing it as an income basically wow i mean because this is something that i wanted to ask you about because personally i'm very curious to know because you know a lot of people are gifted with incredible voices but not all of them work on it and not all of it are i mean kind of brave enough to step outside and say that they want to pursue this full time because, you know, especially yeah, here, yeah. you'd say, like, you know, you'd think, like, you'd drop it after uni, like, you, you'd get caught up in the responsibilities of life and enter the real world. Oh, my God. You the don't magic happens. So how is it for you to, like, have this conversation with uh, your parents and people around you, like, when you tell them that this is something that you want to pursue full time? Listen, like, you come from a Middle Eastern background, so you know how it is, especially, like, a girl who wants to sing. Uh, a father or even mother they don't take that very well I'd say my dad was like he never even gave it to me as an option they were like yep this is your hobby Sasha great you're good at performing good for you I became actually so good at it like I kind of like owned the stage at one point that's my ultimate goal is I just I want to be performing for people like I just feel so good but um back to the question yep um, my parents did not ever tell me I could do it. You know, they thought maybe I could always have it as a side hustle type thing, you know, but I was the one who kind of like, when things started working for me with TikTok and I people started approaching me for like advertising and stuff like that, I was like, whoa, wait, this is, this is happening. And then producers started 
contacting me and off YouTube and record labels have even contacted me. And I was like, what is going on? And then I finally sat down with my dad one day and I was like, dad, this record label um, wants me. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, they want me. And he's like, what are they offering you? I was like, here's the contract. But then um, I decided not against it because with record label comes, record labels come a lot of um, restricting for certain things. And I just wanted to like be myself for now and do whatever I want. I also don't want to be just like commercialized, you know? So my dad was, after that moment, he was like, I, I support it. I support it. Like do what you want to do. You, he started seeing that, like, I was actually working for what I wanted and getting places with like what I had, you know, I had a, I had a $30 mic literally a $30 mic and I was just like recording in my room and it literally sounded so bad. It like would just hurt the ears listening back to it. And then, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, yeah. I think every singer that like, they just start with a, with a mic and a dream, you know, this is how sorry, as strange as it yeah. sounds, but it is like literally how it starts. And, you know, the thing is like, I, I, I believe I've had conversations with a lot of people and a lot of people that are talented and gifted in many ways, but it's very rare to see someone like, pick something that they're good at and want to go the full like the full stretch or mile because the thing especially with singing right you only hear about like the success stories of a very few people and the thing is i think because a lot of people attribute you know success in music to becoming like the next big thing or like going like having your own that like, having your own i mean no not having your own like having an award like an emmy or something like this right Emmys are for yeah. music for musicians, right? Not for actors. Yes. Wait. Okay. Grammys. Perfect. Grammys, Emmys, Grammys, Emmy, Emmys. They're for music. I should know this. I should. Know <laughs> yeah, this. exactly. I mean, hopefully, you'll be getting called up for one soon. Honestly, okay. Listen to my like the di moral dilemma that I'm in. I don't really want fame. I I know I'm working towards it, kind of, but. I constantly think about, I know a lot of, oh God, this sounds like conceited, <laughs> but I know a lot of people that are uh, quote unquote famous and they don't really like their, like, they don't like it. They don't like the fame. They don't like being noticed. I've been noticed a few times in the UAE and I just kind of like, I get stares sometimes in malls and I just feel like watched all the time, you know? And I, I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. Am I working towards it? Yes. But I don't like it. I mean, the thing is, yeah, this is something that comes with it. Because, you know, this is what I was getting into. A lot of people think that, like, being, you want to be a singer or that like, you want to do it just for the fame or, or for whatever. But people don't understand that just, like, how you're passionate about whatever you do or your work, your field, like, be coding, whatever the hell it is. It is also the same thing in, like, the ta talent-oriented sectors. Like, it's not always just, you know, to have the next big hit or to do the next big thing. Like, this is a job in its own. Like, why do you listen to musicians while you're in the radio, while you're on your phone all the time? Right? Do you listen to, like, the same five artists? You might. But, yeah, I mean, you probably need to diversify <laughs> your playlists. Exactly. But still. No, you're right. You're right. And on the topic of fame, I remember I think Warren Buffett once said, he said, I wish everyone was rich and famous so they understand that it's not that good. And I don't understand where he's coming from because I'm not rich, I'm not famous, and I don't want to be either. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, like, if someone like Warren Buffett says it, I believe him. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I have started, I started off on TikTok receiving 100 likes, right? And then as I started getting more and after my video started blowing up, I wanted it so much more and I wasn't 
singing for the right reasons, if that makes sense. And I wasn't as intrinsically motivated at all. I didn't even want to make videos. I was like, I'm just doing this for likes. Like I just, I, I genuinely sat down one day and I was like, I don't even like singing anymore because I'm doing it for other people. I'm doing it so that other people see my post, like it, share it. Eventually it reaches someone and they notice me. And then I was like, oh God, this is bad. And then I kind of checked in with myself and I was like, no, no, I'm doing this because I've literally been singing almost 18 years of my life. I love it. So I'm not going to do it for anyone else. And then whenever that started happening, I started getting more likes and I was more consistent with my work. Definitely, because it's more authentic and, you know, like um, getting likes and all that is very nice, but it's a very, um, it's not a, like, it's a high that doesn't last long. Exactly. It never does that. Like, and th- it becomes addictive in a way, like when you start focusing on the, your downloads or whatever it is that you're getting, you're going to think that something that you put out, whatever piece of content it is, is going to be bad because you're judging it based on likes. Exactly. Right, but you're ignoring whatever value is in it, whatever work you put in, whatever like effect it had on you. Like, I'm sure when you said you feel good about it, because this is something that you love. It's mm-hmm. the same thing when someone that loves plays football, plays football, plays football, yeah, plays yeah. football. A lot of plays football in this in that line. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like chasing lights, I think is. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of people like aware, like more aware about it, like how bad it is. Because I think you reach to a stage where it just like dominates whatever you're doing. And not just like whatever like statistical analysis is there for you. Because then you completely ignore whatever you're doing, whatever the purpose is. And your purpose is just more lights. But more lights is never more success. You can literally like spend so much money on a post, have it like get the like highest outreach in the world. But still, you're not serving your purpose or you're not like fulfilling anything. Exactly. There was really a bad point for me where I was constantly looking at like my analytics, uh, people, because um, whenever other singers in the UAE noticed me, I got put in this TikTok creators group chat. And after I was in that, that's when I was like, I'm doing this to get out there. I'm not doing this because I love it anymore. But at the same time, it was a win-win. Where I win-lose more like, you know? So I was doing it because other people wanted to see it. And if I went a few days, people would be like, why aren't you posting? And I felt like I had this like duty, you know, but uh, I don't know. It's gotten a lot better. Like I just do it because I like it. And I don't even check my phone for likes. I try to respond to comments because that's just being kind. But um, yeah, I do it because I like it now. I got too consumed in the whole clout thing. I, I did. And it was bad for a while. And like when you do like exactly like in your case when you stop caring about all of that this is when it actually like and it quote unquote takes off right because yeah. you're doing something like it can you can, think especially with singing like you can actually sense it in someone's voice mm-hmm. and you can see it like with your facial expressions and all that and you know speaking of TikTok and social media because this is something that literally like transformed your journey right you started mm-hmm. like you're saying in quarantine like I think everyone downloaded TikTok in quarantine and started doing the most random things on there. And it was a complete game changer for you. So I want to ask you, how is it like to have your face out there, to, like next to, you know, like you have your username, you have your name on it, and then you're putting out stuff that with your voice and kind of putting one minute clips for everyone to like, judge your voice in a way. Like, does it ever get to you that this is, like someone might not might not think of this as like, you know, good or someone might think this is bad or is there any like a time where you didn't want to post because you were worried about what people would think of it? 
Yes, and I did get hate, and I do get hate. Um, but in retrospect, I look at my the comment sections, right, and it's filled with ninety percent positive feedback, ninety percent just like people love supporting other people. But then you have that ten percent that is always going to hate. And the thing is, like, they hate just because, just because. Like the thing that it, it used to bother me. Someone even told me, someone even told me that there was too much space between my eyes and I let it get to me so badly for a whole entire day. And then I just like, okay, recently I was like, you know what? This is 10%. They just hate because they are haters and that is what they do. And they have a part of them that they are not satisfied with. So they try to bring other people down to make themselves feel better. I know I'm a good singer. I know what I'm capable of. So just because you tell me that I was screaming, because people sometimes think of me uh, whenever I belt a screaming, I've spent thousands of dollars learning how to do this. For you to come tell me that I'm screaming, no, fix your ears, buddy. You're wrong. Like, I know who, what I, what I can do. That's why it doesn't bother me anymore. Definitely. Like, there's always people that just, like like you were saying, they talk for the sake of talking. And when you kind of put yourself in their shoes, you start feeling bad for them, if anything. Like, you are someone that, you know, could be, if you're 18 plus, you you could be considered as an adult by society. And, you know, you're spending time on your phone, whatever you're doing, you're taking time out of your life, out of your leisure time, your whatever time that you have. And you are just focusing it on making someone feel bad about themselves. if anything you should feel incredible a you should feel bad because the person has the time to do that right and at the same time because they have the time and this is how they chose to use it yes it's so sad honestly it makes me sad to see hate comps not because like it hurts me just because i feel bad for the person you know that they had to do that they think that the thing with haters especially on tiktok is they think that their comment won't be seen but as someone who has a good amount of following i see every single comment i see every single dm i really do and like when i see them i just like what are you doing what are you doing and i i personally don't respond i won't give them the time of day I just won't exactly that you shouldn't give them exactly what they're looking for and you know speaking on following and everything this is something i wanted to ask you about because you started when you were in like mid-quarantine and all that and i think you have around like 140,000 followers if i'm not wrong or something yeah, like, yeah. within that range I, I think i hit 140 yesterday or today actually. no so i'm updated okay um, <laughs> i do my research i try it you are so <laughs> so when you first started did you ever think of it becoming what it is now or like reaching this stage truthfully yes I did like I know that sounds egotistical, but I really do know what I am capable of. And I put it as a goal from day one. I, I told my friends when I lived in America, I was at UNF and I told my friends, I was like, I'm gonna be TikTok famous. And they they were like, What? Like, no, you're not, Sasha. That's so lame. This is back in the day when no one even like everyone made fun of TikTok. So I just started making TikToks as jokes, you know, and then slowly, slowly I got into it. And then I don't even know. I, I kind of see it as like, I'm like hard on myself. I'm like, I should be having more. But then I'm like, dude, I have 140,000 people that followed me that chose to follow me because they liked what they heard or they like what they saw. And because like, that's what keeps me going. It's so many people. Like put 140,000 people in the room. 
when I, I try can't. to think of like <laughs> seeing them on a spectrum, like this That's... is like a whole city, you know. Again, this is where the the whole uh, chasing the lights and the numbers gets to you know. You start mm-hmm. seeing like if you have a thousand followers, if you have ten thousand followers, still that's a good amount of people that right. chose to follow you because they find whatever you're doing of value to them and however way shape or form that might come but you know when you start saying like no i want like a thousand is nothing ten thousand is nothing you know right. a million is nothing you kind of completely like take the value away from these people and like the value that you're putting on these people like you're completely just disregarding that and right. at that time you're just not like going after any value just going after a number like it's, it's literally just useless exactly like and you just compare yourself to someone else Exactly. And I'll just be going through my my For You page and I'll see all these singers with millions of followers. And I'm like, oh my God, but like, how did they do that? How did they do it? Like, what did they do that I'm not doing? But then I'm like, I'm trying to send like a message with my, as cheesy as it is, I'm trying to send a message with my music. There's a, there is a theme in my music. Most of the time, it's like me trying to spread positivity and like, or send something like I'm there for you, you know, but um, I just want to do me and on be on my pace because do you know who basil is basil laughs no i don't think so he makes really like hilarious videos on tiktok and he told me i was like dude i want to get my following up i was like just this fiend for likes and clout and it was really bad at one point um and i told him i was like help me help me get like out there and he's like sasha you're not enjoying the journey Like he literally said that and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) you're right. Like I'm not enjoying this because what if one day it does blow up for me and then I never, I never, it's never like this again. That wouldn't be fun for me. And sometimes people will comment, "Um, we should keep this one a secret or we're so underrated. And I'm like, I think it's better that way. Honestly, I think it's better that way, at least for now, because this is my time, you know, like it's going to come. It's going to come when it comes. Definitely, like uh, every single like successful person, however you define success, after like they go out and they say like they always do like these segments. What would you tell your twenty year old self? What would you tell uh, yourself when you start? And it's always enjoy the process, enjoy the process, enjoy the process. Yes. And you know you'd hear it so much where you think like oh they're just saying it for the point of it or like because you know like with motivational quotes and stuff like that, mm. there's always like the go to lines, right? So. There's always like, keep your head down and keep working and all these stuff. So you would think like from how often it's being said that it's just like something there. But it's actually like, I always say this, like if it worked for them and if they said this after reflection of God knows like how many years they've been doing this, then I mean, there is like, I'm not going to say they're right, but like there is a trend that shows something, right? Statistically, realistically, then it's right. Exactly. And you know, a lot of people like yourself, they go on social media, people that are talented, that are gifted, be it with singing or something else that you can like push through social media. And a lot of them, like they just, it never moves forward. And it always remains where it is. Like I know a lot of people, like I see them on YouTube. I see them on IGTV. You would start something with singing. You would sing like a couple of covers, put them on YouTube, use like the same five songs that everyone uses. And then it just, you get like, 100 150 views and then it just never like never it it just stops like right there and you know you are someone that is kind of walking the walk right now you are someone that kind of broke out of that cycle that loop that never ends so you know as someone that has or like i was saying done this already what would you say to someone that is going through this right now someone that is 
you know, experimenting, they already have their YouTube channel, they might not on TikTok or any platform, or they just want to start it. Dude, I tell them just like, uh, that's so hard. That's actually such a hard question because I have so many things that I would tell them, but I am still learning too. And the creativity process is nonstop. I wake up every single day and I'm like, what do I, what am I going to do today? You know, and I would slack on it, but that is your worst enemy. Do not slack on it because creativity, if you, if you stump, okay, you could have some days where you're not as creative, creative, but like, don't stop, keep going. Like every single day work on something because if you stop, you're just going to keep delaying it and you're going to just stop the project. The best thing you can do is be consistent and give it your, like give every single ounce of energy you have into what you love because it's going to, it's going to pay off. Um, but honestly, like, okay, you, you're saying that I'm someone who broke, broke out of the whole, like, well, what, what would you call it? Break out of the cycle of just kind of like a cycle. Yeah. Or like, it's always like the same path that everyone follows and then like they never continue. Like it just ends where it is. I think that social media is a very, you can't get out there within the first 10, 20 videos you make, you have to keep doing it. And it's so exhausting. There were some days where I was like, I don't want to keep doing this because I'm getting no attention. But then I'm like, one day, one day in the future, I'm going to have a video that blows up and everyone's going to go back to those videos and realize how good they were and they're going to appreciate it. And if they're not going to appreciate it, I'm going to appreciate it because I put the work into it. Like I'll make, I'll record songs for myself and I'll sit here for hours and hours just editing and listening and singing my parents hate it but I love it and I'll just listen to myself and I'll be like wow this is so good and then I'll put it all on the internet and I'll get a hundred views it's not it's just you can't base your happiness off of it you know I still listen to my YouTube videos and I'm like I love this back in the day I listened to my ones that blew up and I'm like oh my god this is amazing and then I'll listen to my one that I spent an hour more working on it and I'll be like this sucks just because of how other people responded to it so you have to be consistent. You have to love what you're doing. And if you don't love what you're doing, don't start until you love it. Definitely. I mean, I think literally every single person that I've had on here that uh, had so, like did anything that is related to creativity. I mean, everything was creative, but like more on social media, like the aspects of social media. Everything they say is related to consistency. Consistency is everything. Because if you keep like thinking that if you do so much work on that one post, or one video because this is the one that's gonna go viral or this is the one that is gonna blow up and get you all the attention what if it doesn't then you've wasted all that time that you could have spent on making so many more videos that can help you steadily build the base get recognition over time because we we're always encouraged by like these youtubers these uh, cele not even celebrities like instagram and social media celebrities right and then you see them doing one video and it has a million likes but you don't see the amount of archived posts that they have you yeah. don't see the amount of times the, the the time they take to edit and come up with all these ideas like you think a youtuber or like anyone on social media just pick up a camera and then you know do the 10 minutes that you see and then right. uh, upload the video render it and it's done no like there's brainstorming there's uh, so many ideas that never even see the light of day stuff that you could spend days on but people don't end up seeing it like it, it's a very very long process but like you were saying when you love it it means nothing that like, it's just exactly. something that you know that you're doing I, I think like doing this podcast somehow made me like 
fall in love with editing and like how creative you can get with it. Even though like if you if you came to me like five months ago and told me like edit a fifty minute like <laughs> soundbite out of just like. I was just the thinking room. about like, there's that. No way I was like, it. how are you going to do this? We've been talking for a long time. I mean, props to you. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, it becomes a part of the process, you know? Like, it is a step on the way. Like, you can't just throw the audio file, like, raw and then expect it to, like, be good, you know, because exactly. your intention was good. That's another thing, by the way. That's another thing. You were saying, like, you have to be consistent. And that's so true. But something that nobody told me, you can be as consistent as posting every single day but if you're not working every single day to make your video or your post or anything better than the original or than the one before you're not going to go anywhere you have to work to make yourself better you know that's a lot of people get that wrong a lot of people just post content and they forget that if it's not better than the one before people aren't going to want to watch and i know that it's kind of controversial to what i was saying earlier but if you want to keep growing for yourself and for other people, you have to keep working on it. You have to. Exactly. Like anyone can just go on Canva, get like a couple of Instagram post templates or whatever platform you use and just throw them up every day. But then it's not by like the number of posts that you have. Like, yes, you have to be consistent, but you also have to be consistent with not just number of posts. You have to be consistent with value, with quality. With things like that, it's not just... I mean, if it was this easy, then I would have been like... Uh, I can just post nonstop. I can just drop out of Unity posting exactly. stuff and then I'm good. Exactly. And people really underestimate the amount of work you put into things. But there was, there was a part um, when I was... The sound quality on TikTok, if it's better, uh, the algorithm likes it more. So I was working so hard on recording these covers and then posting them. And they didn't do that well. And I was like... I was. I was wondering why they didn't and I was going over and listening and I was like, that's because when I filmed it, I looked like it, it was looked so robotic. It just looked like I was doing it because I want, I didn't want to, but I just wanted content. And I was like, oh God, I'm never doing that again. And you just want, you, like what we were saying earlier, like doing it for the algorithm, doing it for the outreach and stuff like that. Exactly. And you know, like, um, I mean, I just mentioned uni. So you are currently a student. And, you know, this kind of drives to the next point. And these are like a bunch of trademark questions that I always like asking. So as a student and, you know, as someone that has got a lot of things to do in life other than just singing and other than uni, what are some challenges that you face with having to do all of this stuff on your TikTok, on your YouTube and Instagram and like kind of balancing it with all of this? Honestly, I love it. I love being busy all the time. This is going to sound so cheesy, but I have a really good support system and someone who pushes my boyfriend pushes me more than anything. He is probably the reason I'm like where I am. He even recorded the only cover on my YouTube that got over a couple thousand likes, uh, views, sorry. So it helps having that because you can't, you just can't do everything on your own. It gets tiring, it gets exhausting, and sometimes you need your down days. But the thing is, if you want to get to where you are, you can't have any down days. You know, you really can't. Like, I'll wake up every day. I have class at 8 a.m. I'll do my classes. And then as soon as I finish with my classes, I'll come up with something for TikTok. And I'll record something for TikTok, but then I'll record something on my laptop or make my own music. I've been working towards making my own music because I think it's time I start putting my own original stuff out there. So it gets a lot, 
Um, some days I do more than others. Some days I have more creativity than other days. And that's when I really work. But I go to bed at night. I'm like, I feel so productive. Like I did what I love and I did what I have to do. You know, I did uni and then I did music and I and I love it. And then I have time to spend with my family and, you know. Definitely like staying busy is... I mean, you'd always say like whenever you're busy, you'd say, oh, I wish I was like free. I wish I just like had nothing to do. But then when you're actually free, oh uh, you just said, I think that we all realize this like times, like times 1000, like it hit us, especially in lockdown. Everyone was like, I mean, I wish I had no this. I wish I had no work. I wish I didn't have to drive to work. I wish I didn't have to drive to uni for 30 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to do that now. And then you sit there like, okay, yeah. so like, what happens now? I think, okay. Like, you reach to the point where you miss uni. Like, imagine. I don't know about you, but for me, quarantine was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Literally six months ago. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Eight months ago, I was a shell of the person I am now. Like, just because I had the time to realize what I was doing wrong and how I could make myself better. And then I also had the free time to be like, I can make music now like i can do what i want to do and then i did it and then i'm here exactly like a lot of people were saying like i wish i had more time to do this i wish i had more time to work on this or like xyz well like people had the time you know we had the time we kind of still have the time mm-hmm. but like this is definitely it was a period of self-reflection like you had a lot of sit-downs with yourself like yes you were locked locked in with your family the entire time and obviously, you draw closer to your family. And at the same time, you kind of draw closer to yourself. Like, you start understanding, like, what is important to you? What is, uh, you know, we deemed a lot of stuff important that were literally just out of our lives and weeks. And we don't even remember most of them. Exactly. Oh, my God. That is so true. That it, <laughs> uh, Like, literally the entire world and, like, on a higher scale, the entire world realized what is integral, what is... Um, like I think they were using this term for some reason it slipped out of my mind, but it's like the uh, necessary or something like that. It was like only the necessary services to continue. Mm-hmm. And then you saw a lot of things just stop. Right. And then you start imagining, okay, like can I survive without this? Yes. So I'm in like I'm really interested to see if like how would this turn out when life returns? Will this like would this be like a moment of waking up or will people like kind of just adapt right back in and then go like things never happen i mean you're a psychology major so you should you should know this in a few years you'll probably be studying it it depends on the people i have some friends that actually make the best make the most out of what how their days are you know made the most out of being home and trapped in their room all day but i have some people who just kind of dug themselves a hole and got in and just cocooned and they're just ready to go back to life you know (laughs) I mean, like you're saying, definitely depends on the people. And you know, something that you were saying uh, before, I mean, also like what you were saying is literally just like the perfect segue for the next question. So thank <laughs> you for having, oh, <laughs> doing my, God, my job welcome. for me. But you were talking about how like when you would w- wake up, you'd come up with like the creative ideas and then there would be like make mistakes in the process and then you would see how you can fix them and then move on. So what are a few mistakes or a mistake that you did or maybe even still doing that you think people can learn from? Okay, the first thing that came to mind was I lost a lot of motivation because I cared too much about what other people thought of me. And like if I could just go back just a couple months, 
I'd be like, get up, like go do something. Because I would just self, like I would just isolate myself in my room and be like, I'm not getting the feedback I want. Therefore, I am inadequate. But then I was like, oh, nope. And then I started, recently it's gotten so much better because no matter how bad one of my videos does or how bad I sound one day, I'll still get up and do something, you know, make myself feel productive. That was my main mistake. Um, other than like mistakes though, if I was just to give advice to anyone, take like every opportunity you get, you know, uh, collaborate with people. Even if you think it might not help you a lot, do it because the more connections you make, the easier you're going to get to what you want. I'm not saying use people, but help yourself by getting out there, you know? Definitely. Like, especially on the world of like social media, it's all about like everything is a partnership in a way. Everything is a collaboration, right? You're always uh, like you add value to the person's platform and you add value to yours at the same time. Cause this is how it works. Like you never see someone like at the top by just having themselves constantly in their own videos without like mentioning anyone else's name mm. it's never like that like even the biggest of the biggest people always have people around them yeah. so this is definitely like how it should be and also you can make so many i've made so many friends online i you have no idea and in some ways i'm like they're the best friends i've ever had you know so you can you can especially through tiktok because you have the like friends logo logo thing and yeah great app great app. i mean yeah definitely like you, <laughs> you can definitely like um in a way like help yourself and your brand in ways that you can't imagine by just you know like being open to it not even chasing it but just like being open to it yes like it, it could literally like change everything that you're doing and, you know, as we're getting closer to signing off, um, I want to end, end off by asking a question that I recently started asking. Okay. And I always loved listening to it because um, literally no one... Ha Actually, you know what? I, I have two questions. The, and for both of them, like, no one has like, ever the same answers than, like, the person before them or the person after them. All right. So, first of all... And uh, like the reason I'm asking the first question because I was just planning on asking the second one is because you said in the beginning that you, like you are in a way working towards fame, but this isn't something that you want or you know th that. Mm -hmm. So what is success to you, as Sasha? Success to me is being able to wake up in the morning and just being happy with what I have accomplished and who I am more than anything. And I know that it's like the cheesiest, most cliche thing ever, but. If I wake up content with myself, I consider myself successful. You know, like if I consider myself a good person, which I'm working towards every single day, you know, like as long as I have good intentions, I'm, I'm good in the aspect of singing and music. If I think my what I've accomplished is enough, I'm just going to do it because I love it. The day I stop doing it, the day I stop doing it because I don't love it anymore, I won't consider myself successful. I could have millions of dollars and still not consider myself successful. You know, I don't think uh, external factors is what makes someone successful at all. That, like, I think for a period of time, we always uh, attributed success to like monetary stuff. Like, obviously, it'd be amazing to have a Lamborghini, right? Like, <laughs> oh my I God, not, yeah. <laughs> like, I would not try over it. But I, like, I remember, um, I was driving the other day and I saw like a Ferrari pull up next to me. I was like, one day. But then at the same time, like I looked at myself in the rearview mirror because like the I wanted to see if there's someone behind me. 
And then I like kind of had like this brief moment of interaction with myself. It's like, really, is this is like your this is your main role, like four wheels and uh, like a V twelve engine? This is like what you want? Like this is yeah, what you're but, working okay. your entire life towards? I have a question for you: Is you seeing that Ferrari and thinking, oh, I would love to have that? That would make me successful. Is that because of the Ferrari itself, or is it because you would have gotten to a position in your life where you could afford it? And in a way, that is success to most people. Being at that caliber where you have that much money and being able to afford something with your own money that you worked hard for, is that what you're talking about? Or do you just like the car? <laughs> yeah, I, definitely, I like the car. But I think I actually didn't think of it that way. Like You kind of like opened up my eyes there. But I think how I saw it would be... I'm taking you uh, this like I, I'm successful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to start your own. So this is perfect rehearsal. I think like yeah. how I saw it is as I have a Ferrari, I'm successful. And then I was like, no, like, because to me, success is, you know, looking at myself in the mirror and saying, like, Ali, I'm proud of you. Like, I have a little thing, like, you know, the stickies on your laptop. Like, I have one on the top left. And then it says, like, if you're reading this, I love you and I'm so proud of you. Oh right? I always, I've had it on for, like, two years. Because, you know, like, whenever I'm on my laptop, I'm usually working. Right. And, you know, it could get to you where, like, you think you never see, like, over like uh like literally the screen where like mm. you don't see like the value of what you're doing at times like there are times where you're just working yeah. so much but you don't see like yeah. what is this going to bring you you know like you think that if i die right now will this be useful to me mm-hmm. and then i kind of like this uh, keeps keeps me going like you know just to me success is like knowing that i'm working to my full potential knowing that everything that i can be doing i'm doing and i'm not slacking off for the point of slacking exactly. off exactly and so this is this is like an indicator for me that like I'm on the right track. Now onto the second question. Uh, I th- I told you about this before we start uh, recording, so I'm not sure if you like got some time to think of uh, answers. Probably forgot. But how would you describe your? <laughs> but how would you describe yourself in three words? Um, three words. I want to say ones that will just make me seem amazing, but. Okay, I think I'm going to have to give myself caring because no matter what I do, I care so much about people. And I think that's one of the main reasons I sing because I, for me, growing up singing was, it was so much more than just a voice, you know? The words especially, I'm so big on lyrics. So I try to help people. I mean, maybe soon, maybe you'll see my original music and the lyrics will resonate with you. So I'll definitely have to give myself caring. Um, I want to say adventurous. I really do because I like getting out there and I like meeting new people and I like doing things that will probably kill me, but I like getting out there. And then the last one, oh my God, I'm sweating. This is so hard. Valuable, I think. I think I'd give myself valuable. Like in what sense? Like in the sense that I carry so much about, like I carry so much worth first. I know so much. I have a lot of potential in so many different aspects. And I'm just starting now to realize that about myself. And honestly, I love it. And I think everyone should have, every, that should be everyone's word, you know, but I want to give myself that as my third word. I mean, definitely. Like, I think this is the first time like I hear someone like say that they're valuable because 
a lot of people don't think that they're valuable and this is completely wrong because you put yourself in valuable in terms of someone else you know like yeah. you're uh, you're you don't think you're valuable but like every single thing is like everyone was put on like this planet for a reason like i don't think someone was like someone else was supposed to be born and then you were just squeezed into it like no like you were put for a reason like the chances of you being born are one in 400 trillion well, you can literally win the lottery 10 times before, before <laughs> getting bored getting born that's wow. so true we, i think most of us compare ourselves and that's the reason we're so unhappy i'm not saying everyone but majority of us are so unhappy because we're constantly comparing in looks in intellectual aspects just in everything and when you start realizing that you are you and everyone is going to just end up in the sand eventually like you'll start understanding who you are and what you have to offer to everyone you know definitely like I, I was talking to a friend before about this and i told him like you're not supposed to be like for example i'm not supposed to be ali um v2 right no i'm just ali it, i'm ali Murtala. i'm not supposed to be the next person or i'm not supposed to be the person around me or whatever no i'm just supposed to be myself this is like my, this is how i serve my purpose and it, everyone is unique in a like a way and the thing is people might not think they're unique in a way because they bury that part by always trying to be how the other like if someone else is unique by doing something and you try to be that person then you're gonna end up limiting yourself and burying whatever value you had mm -hmm. and like kind of completely just closing the door on whatever you had to bring to the world yeah i was just looking at my phone because i saw a quote the other day and i wanted to say it um well it's not here but i remember it it was like you don't have to rush what's meant for you what's meant for you is out there and it's yours you know, like you don't have to rush it and you don't have to be hard on yourself all the time and wonder what your purpose is because eventually it's going to be there. As long as you're working Definitely. to be your best self, as long as you go to bed every day one saying that like, I did my best today. It's really like all that matters, honestly. Absolutely. Like, I don't think I can say anything to like add to that. You were exactly spot on there. And on that note, once again, thank you so much for joining me. It was truly a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at TheAli or follow the podcast so you can know when the next episode is out.